Yeah, Sarah looks like she is fuzzy wuzzy in her pink fuzzy robe, and I love it. You look like somebody grandmother. Look at you. <laughs> Not that old yet. <laughs> well, you know, even if you are going to be a grandmother one day, you won't look old because you wash your face. So that's why. <laughs> and I moisturize. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Unapologetically She. We are here with another week of great topics, drinks, and, you know, just hanging out and chilling with your friends. How's your week been, ladies? It's been uneventful, but, you know, it's bittersweet. It's a blessing in disguise. I'm looking forward to other possibilities happening in my life and going to school and, you know, just working. You know, being blessed and highly favored, being reminded that I, we're all blessed and highly favored. Even if you're not a spiritual person, you should always say you're blessed and highly favored. I agree. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel I pretty blessed. How was your week, Sarah? Mm, just meh. Meh. <laughs> Busy, you know, with work session stuff going on with Dina in school we had wellness night with her on Friday at her school that was fun seeing a dad walking in with two bags of McDonald's on wellness night (laughs) (laughs) well you know (laughs) I love it that was fun but yeah just typical working momming exhausting yeah Y'all should see Sarah right now with this goddamn robe on. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> we are cozy today. We, we are. We are recording on Super Bowl Sunday. So when you guys listen to us on Tuesday, um, the Super Bowl will have already happened. So we're not going to really talk about it much today because we're not going to be able to see it before recording. Um, but we are cozy. It's it's a Sunday at home, and hopefully everybody. Is enjoying their their Super Bowl Sunday at home. I know that I'm just glad that I'm not at work today because work fucking sucks. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of Super Bowl Sunday and, you know, not being at work today, our drink of the week will definitely knock you on your ass. It's, it's a nice little punch with a punch. Okay, it's called the Touchdown Punch, and it has Sprite and seltzer. Ooh, yeah, all the good stuff. Prosecco, vodka, and blue carousel. I'm all about it. Just, like, suck it down, 
watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is like, you don't even, on one day. You don't need, even need to be watching the Super Bowl to have this kind of drink. Yeah. There is a Rihanna concert with some sort of sports game um, around it. So. Yeah, they're playing sports ball. <laughs> they're playing sports ball at a Rihanna concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see who wins between the, you know, Kansas City and Philadelphia. We'll see. We shall see. I don't really care because they're not my team. And I'm a Giants fan and we're not even going to go there right now. So. Yeah, it's kind of bittersweet <laughs> for me. I'm like, I'm rooting for Philadelphia, even though they knocked my 49ers out. Still pissed about that. But yeah. I'm rooting for Philadelphia solely because of Jalen Hurts, because his entire team is women. I do like Jalen Hurts. I really like Jalen Hurts. But um, you know, my friend Jordan told me I've, I'm forbidden from, uh, from cheering for the Eagles because we are Giants fans and they are our freaking arch nemesis and we, I'm not allowed. Yeah. My, my dad said the same thing because he's like <laughs> in the seventies, when I used to go see the Nick, the, what is it? The Giants and the, uh, Eagles play, they always kicking the Giants ass. I'm like, yeah, we. Okay. We have a strong rivalry, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. That's Good like the Yankees in the Red Good luck to Patrick Mahomes um, and their families. And hopefully it'll be a fun game and a really good halftime show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, on, on with the fun. <laughs> I have a little bit of a raunchy burning question this week. Again. <laughs> Again, soccer. Soccer. <laughs> okay. well, it, it has to be alien. Of course, it, of course, she does. Well, you know, last week we talked about orgasms, so I kind of wanted to keep going with the with the sex theme a little bit. Okay, now I don't want to know your wildest position because I feel like everybody always asks that shit. What is your go to, tried and true? You know, it's going to do its job. Position. Go ahead, Sean. I see we're looking down. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing it down, so I have trying it for the avoid, slide. She's trying to avoid eye contact so she doesn't have to answer first. So sorry, Shantae, you looked at me and now it, it, you, you got to answer. <laughs> oh, the go-to position, of course, it's going to do its job. It's me being face down, ass up. Oh, face down, ass up. I love it. Because I got to ass, that's why. <laughs> Same thing, but it's Ooh. like... Face down, ass up, hands held, like arms held back as okay, leverage, as leverage. Ooh, ooh, for me, it's on my side from behind. I love that position. They probably like, grabbed the chest too, because you know he's got. Yes, <laughs> it gives you all this like room to like play and stuff. Like your hands are free. Yeah, yep, yep. So yeah, thank you for answering that burning question. Um, That's a whole lot more than anyone on Twitter probably wanted to ever know about. Well, now they know, not just on Twitter, but everybody listening to us across the globe, they know. Now they know. I'm not sorry. (laughs) So we might as well just go ahead and get started. Shantae, bring us into Shot and Chaser. For those who don't know about Shot and Chaser, Shot and Chaser is pretty much... um, just uh knowing you know basically us sharing our topics because no one knows about our topics and then after sharing those topics we get our 
chaser, I, I, I must, yeah, we give our chaser to basically, you know, speak on, you know, each other's topics. So therefore, if you have not been listening to Shot and Chaser, maybe you want to, you know, just um, tune in to the first episode, go way far back into it. So first up is the lady with the pink robe. <laughs> I had a hard time choosing this week. So I did, I'm doing one for my shot. And then the other one that I was looking at is going to be my nominee for bitch ass later. So my shot, Mississippi Today published an article because the, the Mississippi house is racist as hell white representatives mainly in the house voted to create a white appointed court system for the blackest city in america because this is america and this is what we do so what white supermajority of the mississippi house voted after an intense four plus hour debate to create a separate court system and an expanded police force within the city of Jackson, the blackest city in America that would be appointed completely by white state officials. It's House Bill 1020. So white chief justice of the Mississippi Supreme Court would appoint two judges to oversee a new district within the city. The white state attorney general would appoint four prosecutors, a court clerk, four public defenders for the new district. A white state public safety commissioner would oversee an expanded capital police force run currently by a white chief. Uh, the appointments by state officials would occur in lieu of judges and prosecutors being elected by the residents of Jackson. So these people don't, like the people, the residents of Jackson don't even get to vote on who is going to be running these courts and it's if that's not america right there like if that is not an example of systemic racism then yeah i don't know how else we could make it clear for people right and speaking on jackson they sure. have water pipe issues mm -hmm. they have a lot of stuff going on and governor tate reeves freaking redneck who came and get past um third grade level english mm -hmm. had the audacity to basically just you know let these fucking people do what they want to do and probably sign the shit too yes. this is how voting on every level from federal all the way down to your state and local level is crucial not just in big election years but every election year because mm -hmm. you won't have bullshit like that going on oh well in the bill they turned down they voted down amendments that would require any of these officials to be from jackson and Hines county like they could be from anywhere in the state so it's like not even locals you know it's like the only i think the only amendment that they got approved that they that was voted on was that Capitol Police would have to wear body cams. But they're doing all of this shit and they're not like when they could be addressing crime throughout the state by, you know, hiring throughout the state to handle the state's backlogs of all these different trials. It's it, it's 
This is white supremacy in action. I mean, this, this just feels unconstitutional because if you can't even vote as a citizen of that town, city, how, I mean, where the fuck is the ACLU on this one, huh? Mm-hmm. Is he out here fucking defending Trump? Fucking do something else. Don't even get me started on that motherfuckers right now, but. No, no you're absolutely right. Where is ALC? All those Where are you guys? <laughs> left liberals, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is like, this is a blip on social media. Like if you go anywhere on social nobody media, there's really nobody talking about it. And it's and like, the what the fuck? actually talking about it, which people don't agree with him that much, is Roland Martin. Mm. This is wild. Like it's happening right in front of everyone's eyes. And we're just like, mm, it's fine. <laughs> They're appointing people to run that town without giving the citizens the ability to vote on, I, I can't, I don't know. It's just too much to wrap my brain around. Yeah. I came in heavy this week. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, it has to be said. It has to be said. It really yeah. does. It's, yeah. And thank you so much for shining light on that because it's not being mentioned in the news. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, I wanted to talk about something that affects the large majority of women. Um, I want to talk about breasts and the importance of taking care of your breast health. I feel like we talk a lot about breast cancer during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we don't talk about it much any other time of the year. We don't talk about how it's really important as women to stay on top of our yearly screenings, to do um, self-breast exams, and just stay on top of our breast health because the statistics are really alarming. You know, one in eight women will develop breast cancer in her lifetime. One in eight women in the United States. So the odds are it's going to be you or somebody you know that is going to be affected by breast cancer. And the best form of treatment is really early detection. You have to get on top of your yearly screenings and prioritize that part of your your health. I feel like we get really busy with work, with our kids, with our families, with life, with our friends. And we forget how important it is to do that. Don't let a year or two go by. If you're over 40, you should be getting a mammogram every year. Um, A lot of states provide free mammograms, period. The Affordable Care Act does um, provide free mammograms as a screening if you have one of the Affordable Care Act insurance program, um, not programs, policies. Um, if you I, need, I think it's covered through all insurance as part of the ACA. Well, yes, all insurance. But if you don't have insurance, there are some states gotcha. which do provide 
like New York State provides free mammograms regardless of if you have insurance or not as a student. Gotcha. You can, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that you can look into for, you know, further information. If you want to find out if your state provides free mammograms, um, where you can go to get them, you can look at the National Breast Cancer Foundation, um, the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, breastcancer.org. Um, there's a lot of organizations out there and, you know, just kind of stay on top of it. Don't let yourself be second, you know, put your oxygen mask on first and be proactive with your breast health. Take care of your tatas, ladies. Um, another, another, another good place to look into for your mammograms and for your breast health is Planned Parenthood. I was just about to say that, Sarah. Because when you get a free yearly gynecological exam, they will do, um, by the way, you they will do a breast exam um, during that visit as well. And then mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood will give you free mammograms. So it's not just for abortions, people. It's oh, abortions. Right? Abortions are actually very, very little so of the services Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood provides. Only 3% of the services Planned Parenthood provides is abortion. Can, can someone reiterate that again? Only 3% of the services Planned Parenthood provides is abortion. That's it. 3%. The rest of it is your mammograms, your pelvic exams. It's general, general health exams, birth control. It's like, there is so much that Planned Parenthood does. So for all the people that are trying to defund it, fuck off. (laughs) So if you think about not going to the doctor, not getting your area checked, getting your pelvis checked, getting your breast checked, you may want to like get that and encourage you, your doctor, if you got a good PCP, to do your breast exams in the bathroom. Oh, in the shower, excuse me, in the shower. Because you lift up, you do this to make sure there's no lumps. And you find something unusual, take your monkey ass to the doctor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you need to stay on top of it. Don't let this creep up on you. Um, And you know, that's just PSA. (laughs) Please take care of your breast health. Thank you, Eliane. Appreciate that. Now I want to get into the State of the Union Address. Despite the fact that Black History Month has been disrespectful for the next last 12 days, Jesus Christ. So the president delivered his annual State of the Union Address. He addressed most of the issues that the quote-unquote Grand Insurrectionist Party, formerly known as the GOP, has been complaining about inflation, kitchen, other kitchen table issues. Like, they give two fucks. Like, I remember, I never heard of them giving a fuck about kitchen table issues, but I digress. And also, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act, of course, and the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure and Jobs Act. He mentioned about, you know, police reform, but he called on Congress to do so, called on Congress to pass many things, including extending the child care tax credit, <clears throat> Joseph Manchin <clears throat> the third, and um, 
many other things, even though he should have spent longer time on the criminal justice stuff and the Voting Rights Act. Yes, we know that, which he is aware that the vice president is actually doing her job. <clears throat> Christopher James Christie, when you want to come after <clears throat> the vice president saying that she's invisible, guess what? She's doing her job and she's touting the administration's legislative efforts and also calling on Congress to do their job. The once Congress, both her and the vice president used to be a part of, but I digress again. But other than that, his um, speech was basically damn near a kickoff of 2024. He did not rule out the possibilities of running on 2024. And ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna burn everyone's heart. So the majority of white voters out there and some of you misguided um, black and Latino and Asian voters out there, you know, sitting on the white man's dick. Here's my thing to you. Vice, I mean, excuse me, Vice President Kamala Harris is not getting kicked off Joseph, President Joseph Robinette Biden's ticket. No, she's not being dropped. So all of you disgruntled voters out there, majority of you white voters, you can eat a dick because the vice president is going to stay on the president's ticket. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, yeah. I wanna know, I wanna know why all of a sudden we're expecting the vice president to be prominent everywhere when no other vice president before her was when people they were not demanding high visibility for these other vice presidents why her we know why we know why it's a rhetorical question but it's like and and also i feel like in the vacuum of social media They'd like us to believe that so many people care about this or think this. And you know what? The large majority of, of the American public don't fucking think that mm -hmm. and don't even think about it. They don't think about where is vice, is the vice president. Like they don't actually think that she's not doing her job. Like they want, they want us to believe that. But in reality, <laughs> we know that when she's in, in with the public, People love her. Nobody's out here in regular day off of Twitter, off the rage machine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Talking about where the vice president is. Last time I checked, she's the most visible vice yes, president. She is. And I have a is. You hardly and saw Al Gore's ass. <laughs> you never saw Dan Quayle. No. And, and I just think that, like I said, most people, A, don't think about it that often and b when they do think about it they go oh yeah we do see her a lot i don't think anybody's like in in mass mm -hmm. you know disgruntled about that we know why white voters are disgruntled and we know why the media wants to paint our vice president the way that they do mm -hmm. and why they want the public to try to think of her in that way as well, because they're fucking scared of her. They don't want this black woman in power and she's going to be in power. And you know what? I sometimes I have to step away from the vacuum and realize y'all don't fucking represent the large majority of people. So mm -hmm. you know what? Go ahead. Cackle off, cry into the wind. Nobody cares, bro. Nobody cares, bro. And I'm just going to say this. <laughs> to all of you cow licking 
white voters out there. Yes, it's it's, it's time to shine a light on y'all because y'all could call me a race baiter. Y'all can even call me a motherfucking bigot. I have heard it many times, many times. I don't give a fuck. Nobody is in favor of Elizabeth Lynn Cheney on the ticket with President Joseph Robinette Biden because A, they don't... They are not in the same ideological category. B, they don't believe in the same things. And C, they just don't really know each other. She don't know him like that. Are people still on that? Oh, people are still on that. Oh, for what fuck's about Whitmer? Sake. Whitmer? Whitmer just got reelected as governor. She's worried about building the fucking roads for Michigan. Oh, Michiganders, as you could say. I'm telling you, the large majority of Americans are not thinking about who's going to be the next vice president. I'm telling you, we're not, they're not. They don't give a fuck. They, they don't just want they, they just want to like pay less money for groceries. They want to get a fucking leg up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to stop voting the way they fucking vote because that shit, like, stop voting for these fucking Republicans. They wasting our motherfucking money. Yep, voting for the people that hurt them. Well, that ends our shot and chaser because, you know, we could go on and on about ragging on the way these people vote because there's some low information voters and no, they're not black. So <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> we will get into our bitch ass and badass of the week session. Section. Blah. This is how tired I am. I can't even talk. Sex shin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, giggity. So <laughs> we are switching it up a little bit. We are not going to be announcing our winners on the show. If you want to know who won last week's Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week, go to our socials, go to our Twitter, our Facebook, our TikTok, our Instagram. It's up on all of those places uh, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Look us up. You can find your answers. So this week for nominees for Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week, we will have Shantae start off with her nominee for Bitch Ass. You're on mute. Oh, she's talking, but I can't hear her. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is the tech. This is COVID. This is the world that we're living in. So, but of course, I couldn't decide, but the Grammys have pissed me off. On many levels. I've been pissed off with the Grammys since I was like, after high school, man. And that's almost 20 years ago. I've been pissed off with the Grammys the way they've been selecting folks. But one, they did Mary J. Blige dirty. You know, I don't even, I don't even know what award she won. They did her dirty. And their tribute to hip hop was absolutely the fucking worst. But my badass of the week, my bitch ass of the week, is David Axelrod. Who, no, Black History Month has been so disrespectful, and that motherfucker's disrespectful. See, I told you I had many nominees. My co-hosts have to remind me of who it is because I had so many. But it's David Axelrod for his fuck-up article about the vice president, how she doesn't have no power, all of this bullshit. Yeah, him. Doesn't she have like the biggest portfolio? I know of any vice president. Like he's fuck that guy. 
Like seriously, seriously. Elian, who do you have for bitch ass? I, I, I actually nominated the Grammys for bitch <laughs> of the week. But we all, we all put all the, I'm so sorry. This is how tired I am. <laughs> we all, we all had the Grammys for different reasons. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sum up all the reasons. The way that Bad Bunny and Beyonce were both relegated to the R&B category and the Latino urban music categories and shut out of the general field was some bullshit. Um, I actually really loved the hip hop performance until the last two performers because I, a, I was like, I don't know who the fuck they are. And B, I really don't like fucking mumble rap. I hate it. So, but the first people, the OGs, I was, I was in the living room fucking screaming. Um, however, this is what really pissed me off about the Grammys this past week. When Bad Bunny was performing their official live stream, you know what the caption said? Singing in non-English language. That's what his caption said. So for that, Grammys, you are a bitch ass. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> wow sideways with a pineapple like ew okay so my nominee which this is i had a hard time picking between the two for my shot and chaser but my nominee for bitch ass is the missouri the missouri gop the missouri republicans because (laughs) they affirmed the right of children to open carry guns without parental supervision or adult supervision. A bill was introduced that would have banned children from carrying guns in public. And the Republicans in Missouri said, no, we're okay with children. So we're okay with children carrying guns in public. And they don't even need an adult with that. You know, it's okay for like, you know, that other school where a six-year-old shot up his classroom. That's okay. We want more of that, please. So- Yes. Oh Fuck my them. God. Fuck them. Ooh, Ooh. Wow. Listeners, you have a, a hard choice to make this week. Those are some really bitch ass bitch asses. Yeah. But we're going to end it on a positive note with our badass of the week nominees and Shantae will kick us off again. Well, I had two nominees. I had, of course, the queen of hip hop soul, Mary J. Blige, for those who don't know, and even Lizzo for her very R&B performance because, yeah, I got to keep my opinions to myself I get attacked. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> my nominee for Badass of the Week is Beyonce for becoming the artist with the most Grammys in history. She now has 32 Grammys. She has 32 fucking Grammys. Like she has 32 Grammys. Yep. Yep. And we don't normally do two weeks in a row of the same person, but Beyonce deserves that shit. She deserves two nominations to go with those 32 Grammys. Uh, My nominee is Miss Viola Davis for getting, she won her EGOT. She's got the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. So, and she's one of only three black women in total who has won the EGOT. So 
Hats off to her. She can well have all deserved. the fucking flowers. Well all the fucking flowers. Yes. Those are some great nominees. That's also another hard choice that you guys will have to make, not us. Ha ha. <laughs> we just bring you the nominees. <laughs> <laughs> so we will go ahead and end it here. Um, for all of you who are not patrons, become patrons on our Patreon. So that way you can tune in for our after show, Unapologetically Saucy, which we will be recording shortly after this. So until next time, we'll see y'all later. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.